Hello and welcome to the Find Your Inner Magic podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Zoe Jane. I am a spiritual intuitive and healer. I teach people to connect with their spirit and elemental guides. This podcast is going to be exploring the world of magic and spirituality, bringing you insights, information and amazing conversations to help you on your own spiritual journey. Hello everybody and welcome to episode two of the Find Your Inner Magic podcast. I am so grateful that you are here joining me today and thank you so much to everybody who listened to the first episode and gave me feedback on it, just such beautiful messages that I really am so, so grateful. So this week I want to talk to you guys all about the language of the universe. And what do I actually mean by that? Well, you've probably heard talk of signs and synchronicities, but what does that actually mean? What does that mean for us daily in our life? What does that mean for us tapping into our intuition? What does that mean for us actually learning to communicate with the universe? So the way I see it is that the universe has a language all of its own and it's developed its own way of communicating with us as we're here on earth in this earth realm. And what we need to do is really learn how to understand that language that the universe has developed. And one of the ways I like to think about it is very much like regional accents and dialects. So there's some parts of the language that are going to be the same for everybody, but then there are parts that are going to be very specific to you, your own personal signs and synchronicities. So, you know, we can give you guidance. There's certainly a lot out there on what different signs and synchronicities mean, but you also have to learn to use your own intuition and see what certain things mean for you because it's very, very personal and everything is going to mean something slightly different to everybody in the same way that accents and dialects are all just slightly different. We're all working towards the same end. We can all communicate together, but there's going to be these little nuances within it. So I know that when you start to communicate with the universe, it can feel very overwhelming there's a, like I said, there's a lot of information out there and it's really difficult to know where to start understanding this language and understanding what the universe is trying to communicate with you. Until you understand what each sign means, it can just seem like a lot of noise. You know, if you've ever been on holiday and the locals all around you are talking, but you don't understand any of it, so it's just noise. Well, it's the same kind of thing. And we need to take time to learn the language so that we can pick out keywords and phrases and then we start to understand what's being shared with us. And it's exactly the same in communicating with the universe. We need to start to pick out these key signs, these common ones, these ones that are around us a lot. And then we start to build up this level of communication with the universe. 
And once we start to understand it, then we can start to go a little bit deeper. Then we can start to look at our own personal ones and really start to bring our intuition in as well once we're decoding or translating these messages. So some of the more common signs that you might hear talked about or you might have actually experienced seeing are recurring number patterns. So 111, 222, 123, all of these kind of things. They're also known as angel numbers. You'll often quite commonly hear them referred to as angel numbers because they're numbers sent to us from the angels to communicate with us. So recurring number patterns are a big one. Feathers. Feathers are, I mean, they're one of my personal signs and I see feathers all the time. But when you see a pure white feather, especially, I mean, pure white feathers are not common in terms of birds' plumage. And also when you start to see them in places where it's not typical to see a feather, then you start to know that this is messages from the universe. So, for example, I've seen them indoors, you know, inside my house, inside my office. I've They tend to appear when I'm thinking something through. So I'll be thinking about something, wondering which is the right path to take, and I'll see a feather. And I'll know that I'm being guided. You know, I've seen them stuck on the windscreen of my car. I've seen them... You know, literally I've been walking and I'll stop dead for some reason and there's one at my foot and it's like like the angels have kind of put their hand up against me to stop me walking so that I see the feather. So you'll start to pick up more and more on, on actually seeing them. Then we have things like robins, possibly other birds as well. Um, robins are often known for being around when a loved one is near. So if you've got a loved one that's passed into spirit, Quite often when their presence is around us, then we'll see robins. And also flowers. Flowers can be, you know, and different flowers will be signs for different people. It may be is a flower that you had a particular association with, with a loved one. And that's why that flower comes through. It might be a particular flower evokes a certain memory. So that one will come through for you. But once you start to see these repeated patterns, you'll know that it's the universe trying to communicate with you. Synchronicities are a little bit different to signs. So I think of synchronicities as a bit of a deeper level of this language. So maybe it's things like somebody calls you at the exact moment you were thinking of them or you see them out on the street right after, right after they've been in your mind. Maybe a conversation with someone that you've just met reveals that you previously crossed paths at some point without even being aware of it. Maybe a series of events had to happen for an opportunity to present itself to you. So these are all little synchronicities that happen in our lives. For me, personally, I believe there is no such thing as coincidence. That thing that we call coincidence, I believe, is actually the universe putting the right people, the right places and the right opportunities in our path at exactly the right time that we need them. They're universal synchronicities. So when you start to go, oh, isn't that a coincidence? Every time you hear yourself 
saying or thinking, oh, isn't that a coincidence? I want you to pull back for a moment and go, no, no, that's a synchronicity. And then what's the message here? What can this person do to help me? Why am I being drawn to reconnect with this person? You know, what is this opportunity presenting for me? And just start to look at why these opportunities are being put in your path. So I want to take a moment just to share with you a story of one of the most amazing synchronicities that ever happened in my life. This was over 20 years ago now, I think 22 years ago. And still to this day, it just makes me smile so, so much. So I really, really want to share this story with you and just show you that what the universe can actually do to bring two people together that are meant to connect. So this is a story about myself and one of my really, really close friends, Stacey. And we met at university in 1999. Now, I'm British, as you can probably hear, and Stacey's Canadian. And she came over to my university for a semester. And there were so many synchronicities that had to happen along the way in order for Stacey and I to connect and become the close, close friends that, that we are today and have been for 22 years. So first of all, I was never intending to go to the university that I ended up going to. I'm from the Liverpool area and when I first applied to university I was going to stay local. I went to a local university for like six weeks and it just was not a fit. It did not work for me. I was not happy there at all. So I made the decision to leave, much to my um, parents dismay I think at the time, but I, I absolutely trusted my gut instinct and so I left and I reapplied to universities in Scotland. I was really, really drawn to going to Scotland. And another friend of mine was at the University of Strathclyde. I visited her a few times and loved it. Absolutely loved the energy up there. I knew it was the place that I wanted to be. So against, you know, everybody's opinion... I applied to Strathclyde and I got accepted and so the following following year I um I went up there so that was great had my first year there all brilliant second year I was going to move in with my friend that was at the university that I knew that had kind of guided me to going there and then at the 11th hour she got the opportunity to go to France for the year so I was suddenly left high and dry without anywhere to, to live and without anybody to live with going into my second year because by that point everybody else was, you know, sorted and got their flats and, and, and all organised. So there was there was no option for me to live with any of uh, any of my friends. So I very quickly got in touch with the university and they found me a space back in halls of residence for my second year. And I have to admit, it wasn't the halls of residence I would have chosen. Actually ended up being one of the best years of my life. So for sure the universe knew better than I did. So I headed back to my second year, 
first semester done and dusted and then second semester um very abruptly almost overnight um one of our flatmates decided to leave university which is a bit of a shock to all of us and it just all happened very very quickly but it meant that we were going to be left with a an empty room within our our flat within our complex so as as you do you kind of wonder who's who's going to be coming and and taking that place and there was one day we'd been out the night before at the student union partying the night away and um i was a little worse for wear to to tell the truth the following morning and I think I'd just been in the shower. I was in my dressing gown with a towel on my head, like really just not looking my best in that moment. And there's a knock at the door and my housemate, my flatmate went to answer it. And I'm kind of like coming out my bedroom to see who it is. And it's this Canadian girl. He's like, hey, I'm your new roommate. And we're all like, what? <laughs> this was literally the day after our previous housemate had left we didn't expect it to be quite so soon we didn't know somebody was coming that day and we were all a little bit like okay so she said to us though oh my key didn't work in the lock so my other flatmate was like okay i'll come down to the office with you we'll get the rest of your luggage and we'll sort out your key so off they went and um come back 10 15 minutes later or whatever it was and Stacy said to us, oh, they gave me the wrong key. I'm actually in the apartment below. And I think you could have cut the tension in the room with a knife. Like, we, we, we did not get on with the girls in the flat below. We, we'd made every effort with them and they just, yeah, did, did not get on with us. It was what it was. And so we were always all kind of, okay, well, I hope you're okay down there. But we said you know, anytime you want, just come up here, come and talk to us. So off Stacy goes and then later that night, knock at the door. Did you mean it when you said I could come up here and hang out with you? And we were like, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. And like from that minute on, Stacy and I have been such close friends. We just connected straight away. And, and really, really formed a very, very strong friendship. Now, obviously there was a lot of things had to happen for me to be in that flat, in that place at that time. But not only that, Stacy had had the opportunity to come to university in Glasgow or to go to a, a university somewhere else, I can't remember where just now, but um, a, another university and she has Scottish heritage, so decided to to come to Glasgow. Very wise choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just talk about how many different things had to happen in order for us to meet in that time, in that place. You know, I should have, if I'd stuck with my original plan, I would have been at a different university down in England. You know, if my plan of living with my other friend had gone ahead I wouldn't have been in halls of residence that year and it was you know very very last minute that I ended up in halls of residence Stacy could have made an entirely different decision to go somewhere else for her her 
gap year at university and all of these things this is what i mean when i talk about synchronicities all of these things have been put together by the universe to bring people together or to to create a certain outcome in this case we firmly believe that we were meant to meet that our paths were meant to cross that we were meant to have this friendship and you know despite living in the uk and canada for the last 22 years we have not only maintained a friendship but deepened a friendship and it stood every test of time which is just incredible and we have no doubt that we are meant to be in each other's lives and you know over time our, our lives have gone very very similar paths and we always seem to be able to to understand and support each other through whatever we're going through and i i just firmly believe that for years before stacy and i met the universe was working to bring us together and i kind of have this image in my mind of like our guardian angels being like no you've picked the wrong university or no you're not supposed to live with that person this year you're supposed to be here and having to work hard to bring us back to where where we needed to be but i just love that story and i love just how much it changed both of our lives and it was probably my first real experience of seeing the universe work in that way and it directly impacting on my life um yeah just absolutely magical i love that story so much so how can you practically in your day-to-day -day life start to decode these the language of the universe the messages that the universe is bringing through to you well the first thing to do is to start paying attention to the signs that the universe is showing you like take photos of stuff if you see a feather if you see a robin if you see a flower that evokes something in you that means something to you take a photograph of it write it down so that you've got a record and you can remember these signs that you're seeing. Pay attention, pay attention to everything around you. You know, do you always wake up at the night through the night at 3.33 in the morning? Do you always find yourself looking at your watch at 11.11 or 2.22? You know, do you always see that robin in your garden in the morning? Do you always find feathers at your feet? Actually start to pay attention to it. And as I say, note down what you're seeing because you'll start to see recurring themes. The other thing is then to start to understand what these signs mean. And as I say, there's a lot of information out there. If you want to look at um, the recurring number patterns or angel numbers. I do highly recommend Kyle Gray's book, Angel Numbers. That's kind of my go-to um, for for a lot of the numbers. You know, things like 111, any, any form of 111. I always see that as oneness and a time to just take that moment to tune into the universe and just set my intentions and hold my intention for a moment and just really feel that connection with the universe 
you know, for, for me, 444 has always been about my angels being around me and protecting me. And when I see 444, I almost feel like their wings are wrapped around me, like protecting me. I just get this warm and fuzzy feeling. And I actually said that as 222 came up on my phone. Um, just a little confirmation from the universe that I'm saying the right things here. So start to learn. There is a lot of information out there. I'm going to be putting more information on this um, on my website. I'm going to be doing an ebook um, and sharing more in my Facebook group. So do come and connect with me as well if you want to start to learn more about this. I'm certainly going to be delving a lot deeper into all of this. And then the other piece of advice I would really, really give you is to start to use your own intuition. I've kind of touched on this throughout. You know, if you see a flower and it evokes a memory in you, that's a sign from the universe. And, you know, as I talked about at the beginning, that's one of your personal signs. You know, for me, a sunflower is a personal sign. To somebody else, it wouldn't mean anything. To somebody else, it might be a carnation or a lily or a daffodil. So it's learning what these signs mean to you, you know, and it also depends how you receive the information. I'm very visual, so I get shown flowers and birds and feathers and all of these things. If you're, you know, if some of your other senses are more in tune, then it might be that you smell something that evokes a memory. You know, it might be a waft of perfume or food or something that just really takes you back to a moment in time and reminds you of a person and again these are the signs you are being given so it's all about just learning what signs mean something to you and really really trusting your intuition i think on the whole we have forgotten how to really really listen to our intuition and really really connect with our intuition and this is one area where it's a great way to reconnect to that inner knowing. And one other thing you can do, because I would always recommend have fun with this. You know, the universe loves it when we play. The universe loves it when we have fun with these signs and synchronicities. You know, none of this is meant to be really serious. It's fun, it's lighthearted, it's it's having a chat with a friend, you know? Don't don't make it too what's the word I'm looking for? Serious, I guess. I'll I'll go back to the word serious, but have fun with it. The more we play with the universe, the more we have fun with the universe in vibration. And the more we get in tune with the universe and the more we're then able to manifest the things that we truly want in our life. So do play and do have fun. And one brilliant way to play with the universe around this ideas of signs and synchronicities is to play the manifesting game. So I love this. It's literally one of the, the things I'll do all the time just to have a little bit of fun with the universe. So what I want you to do is to think of something 
that you want the universe to manifest for you. Okay, now we're not talking the big things here. I tend to keep it small and silly. Just daft little things that you think, ah, show me an orange frog, show me a green giraffe, you know, or even just show me a giraffe or show me a dragonfly or I don't know. Think of something, a certain flower, a rose is, is sometimes a good one to do. But think of something in your mind and say to the universe, I want you to show me a rose, a dragonfly, a giraffe, whatever it is. And then while you're waiting for the universe to do that, you start to look for these signs and synchronicities that the universe is working in the background. So this is how we use signs and synchronicities for manifestation. But I will talk more about that in a separate episode, the sort of manifestation sign side of of this that initially I want you to to actually just start to learn how to communicate with the universe so once we've decided what it is we want to manifest then this is where the universe uses this language and these signs to say to us look I'm working away in the background you're on the right path everything is happening here here's one 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 two 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 three 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 here's whatever other sign my mind went blank there here's your feather here's your robin just to let us know that the universe is still there it is still working and it is still manifesting and i guarantee you if you start playing this game with the universe the universe will show you the things that you want to see and the best example i have of this again absolutely love this so i was driving this was just over a year ago um when we could travel around the uk and i was driving from where i live in in england up to see family in scotland and it's, it's about a four hour drive and i was on my own i thought you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna play this little little manifestation game and, and signs and everything and i was driving up the m6 motorway in the uk so not a lot to see just pretty much motorway as far as the eye can see um and i said okay universe let's do this show me a giraffe and i'm laughing to myself being like there is no way on this four hour journey up to scotland that i'm gonna pass a giraffe it's not gonna happen so on you go universe but nah did not believe it would add, like it, I, I was deliberately challenging the universe being like I don't think you can do this so go on prove me wrong and so I, I did this just as I was setting off and I'm driving along and I'm seeing like I always notice on a drive car registration plates the way they're set up in the UK quite often see recurring numbers on them so I'm starting to see 222 333 444 and I was like okay well the universe is doing something right here and then like I remember a feather like fluttering down right in front of my windscreen as I'm driving and I'm like okay the universe is really working hard on this one next thing at the side of the road I saw a life-size replica of a giraffe I mean I was laughing so hard I was like universe how have you actually done that and so it was there was a big board and then the giraffe kind of above the board so i looked at the board and it said 
M6 giraffe, M6 being the motorway that I was on. How is there a giraffe on the side of the motorway? Like, how is this even a thing? So the next time I stopped at the service station, I got out my phone and I'm, I'm Googling M6 giraffe. And <laughs> it, it was an advertising thing from a company. And do you know what? In some ways it worked because I'll always remember the M6 giraffe. In many ways it didn't because I could not tell you which company it was for at all. I would have to Google it again. But then I guess that still works. Um, but oh my word, like fair play to the universe, just spot on, could not fault the universe on that one. And I was, I was honestly just chuckling to myself the whole of the rest of the journey. Like don't ever doubt the universe because whatever you, you ask for will manifest. So start playing the game, start having some fun with it, start interpreting what these messages mean to you. Now, as I said, I'm going to be putting more information up on my website, talking about it more in my group to really help you decode this language of the universe. So please do come and connect with me um, and take advantage of being able to learn all of this. And I would love to hear your experience as well. Are you used to picking up on the signs? Have you had any amazing synchronicities? So jump on my social media, and um, share any stories that you've got. I would absolutely love to hear them. I really, really would. And I really hope this has resonated with you. I hope there's some useful information in there for you. And I can't wait to connect with you further. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find me on social media on Facebook at Zoe Jane MBS or on Instagram at Zoe Jane underscore mind, body, spirit. You can also find my Facebook group, um, which is called Find Your Inner Magic, same name as the podcast. Please do come and join and let's get the conversation going on what I've talked about today. I can't wait to connect with you. Please, please share your stories with me and let me know if this resonated with you. And I will speak to you all again next week. Sending you much love and light.